0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 36 of the Die As Cast podcast. This episode is going to be a little bit different because this is going to take place instantly after the last episode. But it's going to be a little bit different because it doesn't involve anyone except the two we're going to hear from. <laughs> Can you imagine if you are just like, except for me, just Kevin. <laughs> yeah, it's just to telling the story like it should be done without all this player interaction, <laughs> meddling, and disruption of my beautiful arc. Maddie, tell us about who Maeve is.
1: Uh, Maeve, Maldorava, is completely healthy, not congested whatsoever.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Cure wound, wound, wounds, cure wounds, cure wounds.
1: <laughs> Maeve's out here. She's standing there. Yeah, it's all a blur.
0: Yes, just think how a lesser restoration spell would just help in real life. Oh. Just think so many things. <laughs> oh, man. And in this corner, we ding, have ding, Diego. Ding. Diego, tell us about Chisk. Uh, hello, everyone.
2: My name
0: is Chisk
2: of the Pinion, and I would most definitely would love a nap as we've been hearing for the last <laughs> 10 episodes, but this town is relentless. So here we go into the mind. The, uh,
0: the nap arc. Chisk has had a nap thread, so he's Holy. had that consistency.
2: I think, I think he's gonna get into that hundred year sleep
0: with Templar soon. Do the piney sleep? Is it, is it more of a, like a dormancy? Is it, is it a seasonal thing? The magic,
2: they sleep for sure. But yeah, (laughs) I think they hibernate at times.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They just go into one of those long sleeps and everyone just (laughs) thinks they're a regular tree. So normally at this point, I'd be doing a clever and insightful recap that the players are totally (laughs) appreciative of and don't make snide comments about at all. (laughs) But we are just going to start at the, very end of the last episode. Tisk! Hmm. You guys are in that cavern. You look up. You see uh, the Selang Shieks dance up their magical stairway through their spell and disappear. Yeah, you—you you run, you coward! And as as you notice the, the the stairway slowly disappear, there is this glowing, warm, amber light. That manifests just where the selang disappeared But it grows Quite a bit brighter Until the whole cavern itself Is bathed in this Light uh, You glance over at the other selang, And you glance over at, at Gideon And everyone seems Frozen in time And you hear the deep voice Of Thoth Hermes In your head It is time, Chisk Time for you to know Maeve Maldorava
2: I thought you were going to say time for a nap but okay
0: (laughs) Um, It's time time for a nap (laughs) True knowledge is about people and the truest knowledge is about self
2: I am learning so much even about what knowledge is I turn around to look at frozen Maeve well, everyone else is frozen, so first I check. I'm like, hello?
0: As you look at her, you can see that there is a direct green light shining down on her, like a like a spotlight with everything else in darkness. Um, ha- Maeve? Hello? She's bathed in shadow from this direct overhead light. Uh, She looks over at you calling her name, and you see that both her eyes are this dark, glittering red.
2: Uh, I uh, take a step back.
0: (laughs) Uh, There is this flash, and you feel this rush, and you feel the ages of time course through you, and your body is ripped painlessly, silently, Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, what? As you stand there, Chisk, bodiless, looking at Babe. She's still fully bodied. She is still (laughs) fully (laughs) bodied. I think that's a technical term, but it's correct. (laughs) Great. And you look down and you can't see your hands and your legs. You feel conscious. You feel aware. You can look around. You can see everything. (gasps) I am pure knowledge.
2: Holy Maeve shit
0: The last thing you remember is Chisk reaching for the Rat Skull necklace And a little bit hesitantly You had reached in and started To hand it to him and then Suddenly you're in this Gigantic cavern This huge strangely Shaped bulbous Cavern there is a single Green light Shining down on you All around you it's Pitch, pitch black, way off in the distance, way off in the distance, you see your friends battling slang.
1: Guys? Hello?
0: Your voice just echoes through this gigantic cavern.
1: I try walking towards them, I guess.
0: Yeah, as you walk towards them just see the vague shapes and outline uh, uh, of rough, what could be rock on the walls. The floor itself is smooth. Off to your left is a deep pit. And the only sensation you have other than this sort of cool light bathing you in this pale green color is just the ache where Knuckles the were-rat bit you. There is that raw kind of ache and a bit of a numbness through...
1: Mm. Uh, I tear off a little piece of my robe and I'm going to wrap it around my my wound as I keep running towards my friends.
0: All along the cavern walls, you see small eyes start to appear. Fine, tiny little red eyes glowing. They start inches off the ground and through the ceiling, up the walls. And again, the light seems to follow you. Mm. And uh roll me perception. eighteen. As you step forward, uh you feel just a warmth suddenly. A almost a warm mist. It's not damp or unpleasant. Oh. And you just get a sense of Chisk. Ooh.
1: Do I see him fighting with all the other guys?
0: Uh there is very faint images of him fighting, yes.
1: Chisk are you here, what's happening? Are you, Mave? Oh my God! I'm here. Uh,
2: <laughs> what? Hey, I'm joking. I, I I don't have to talk like that. How, hey.
1: Hey, hi! Whoa! What is happening? Um, I'm in the I dark. You guys are so far away.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just like knowledge.
1: Wait, is this a spell? Are you communica?
2: No, no. I think you did this.
1: I didn't do anything. I remember trying to give you the... Ne- I remember trying to give you the necklace. And now I am here. Uh, in this dark cave.
2: I think Thoth sent me here to help you with something. I don't know what.
1: Well, well okay, 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 okay. Um, Can you see stuff? or you Do you have senses? Do or I- are you just a sauna? <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, what?
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like that. That's...
0: That yes, I fun. know you would like but that. But do I have eyes? Do I see things? Uh, you can see uh, the same thing she does. The There is a slight veil over your vision. Mm. But you can see the cavern. You can see that her eyes have uh, got a red glow to them. You can see that there are eyes blinking slowly at her all throughout this cavern. I, I can see.
2: I don't know what these weird eyes looking at you are
1: yeah neither do i but they are creeping me the fuck out dude like uh, <laughs> i can't see anything it's okay. i feel really it's okay. itchy where that knuckles guy beat me i am scared oh. and you know what i know this is a you thing but i would really like to lie down and just like go to sleep i know mm-hmm. i know i used to bug you about it before but like now is like a oh. really good time i would like to sleep
2: that's it's comforting i get it i
0: understand uh, the two of you hear this soft, non-rhythmic bells and shuffling.
1: Just do you hear the this? The
0: slowly stuttering music coming from actually the opposite direction of where you see the fight happening.
1: I turn to see. I'm going to pull out my um, my daggers and turn and see if I can see anything.
0: Roll me that perception.
1: <laughs> Natural when.
0: <laughs> God. Uh there is just the slightest hint of soft high voices. Hello? And off in the distance you hear the soft quiet scrape and shuffle of creatures. And this high sing song voice. Or Choir of voices All off-tune All sounding Not necessarily childlike But small And it's gradually getting Closer to you And you can see just the faintest hint Of figures So you can't even really make out the figures Per se, you just see the dark shapes Move past all of these Red eyes That are in the walls
2: Um Maeve, I don't have a buddy, so I don't know if I have, if I can uh, hit things. <sighs> but I will be here to guide you and help you in whichever way I can.
1: I look back at the vignettes of my friends fighting, and then I look into this dark abyss, and I kind of like sturdy myself, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna just assume the stance and, and wait for these creatures to reveal themselves. I'm gonna try and cast.
0: Uh, bless. And who are you casting Bless on? Maybe myself. All right. So you feel, maybe the familiar touch of Chisk's spell as this warmth of Thoth oh. rolls down over your body.
1: Oh, that's nice.
2: Oh,
0: ooh. I can cast spells. That's good. That's good.
1: Hey, look, at we are learning.
0: As the Bless sort of settles down on you, uh, you... Feel rather than hear a sort of low rhythmic thump coming from the pit.
1: It's like there is everything on all sides of me. Uh, Chisk, you don't know what's hm. in that pit, do you? Uh,
2: no, but when I was alive. Uh, I don't, am I dead? I don't know. Before this, I felt a rumble on the ground. Oh, wait, can't you go invisible?
1: If I stand still, but what happens if they hit me or run into me or already know I am here? <sighs> okay.
2: Don't panic. Don't panic. We got this?
0: Now, the one thing you did notice, Maeve, uh, is you, you you felt like you were walking for 10 or 15 minutes towards this, this sound, this soft song. But when you look back, the pit is right behind you still.
1: I guess I peek over the edge.
0: Hmm. All right, so you look down into this jet blackness. Uh, Roll Perception again, please.
1: Isn't there something somebody once said about staring too long into the abyss? Uh, Eleven. I don't know, I don't read.
0: (laughs) I'm afraid all you get is a sense of blackness, although you can now definitely register the sound.
1: Um, I'm going to cast Light into the pit.
0: And when you cast Light, it flares up. And the whole place is like a strange dark red color. And what you notice with the light is that the walls themselves are throbbing.
1: Oh my God, this is like being inside of a scab. Chisk, I am so scared right now. Uh,
2: Are we inside Mr. Cumberbund? Did it eat us? What's happening? Can you you talk to it? Try and talk to it.
1: Hey, yo, Cumberbund. I feel like you might have put me in this situation, and it's really not ideal, so I'd like to talk to you if you want to come out, you know, instead of, you know, doing your haunted house tricks.
0: Oh, Maeve, I'm coming. Patience. Can I hear this? Uh, oh, actually, you can hear it. For the first time ever, you get a sense of this voice. I'll get you to roll (gasps) me a religion check. Oh,
1: natural 20. Hell yeah, baby.
2: I don't know if that's my first one in the campaign. (laughs) It's up there. It's top three.
0: (laughs) It's top three. Just, you hear this voice, and it's nothing like how Maeve has described. What you hear is a deep, charnel house voice, and you can recognize the dark evil rolling off of it.
2: Like as if it spoke like a primordial language And this is the translation
0: It's as if this voice has come sort of straight out of a deep hell There's there's no inflection Oh, Mr. Cumberbund is bad
1: Oh yeah, really I bad. put two and two together a long time ago, Chisk Cumberbund, come out
0: Mave, I'm here
1: I you know I've been talking to you a long time and I've never once seen you so like bring it buddy
0: The crowd of people slowly roll into focus and you see this titanic platform wagon piled high with with carcasses and body parts <laughs> and despair and there's these small pale creatures misshapen half-formed that are are dancing slowly around this sledge. And behind are all sorts of different mortal forms. There's humans, there's trollkin, there's rat folk, there's orcs, there's all these different types of creatures, all in various states of decay or disease or brokenness. And they are all pushing this sledge, and you can see the train of them stretches off into the distance. All of these people, and perched atop this this mass of apathy, is this huge seven foot tall, obese rat man who has like piercings everywhere. He's got this magnificent purple silver silk cummerbund. <laughs> and this cloak that hangs off of him sprawled on this mass.
1: You think this is impressive? I've seen a body part wagon. Like, I've seen it. I've I've helped make one. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, <clears throat> me too, yeah. All through his, its fur, his fur, her fur, hard to tell, there are rats moving and as... He's talking, there's chunks of things falling out of his mouth and it's all cleansed. So his fur is all beautifully groomed by these dozens of rats that just flow through his hair, cleaning him and brushing him. And he's got a a monocle and one of those big German pipes that has the face on it. And he's puffing away on it. And he says, Here I am, Maeve. We get to meet face to Face, I am so excited to meet you, Maeve. <laughs> Welcome to the family, Mave. I have been so patient.
1: No no with no no you. no 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 What family, what family? Sorry, what family?
0: This is our family. This is the family of Chitric.
1: Okay, we're gonna have to find a different name for you, because I, there is no way. Like, I am usually pretty good with language <laughs> and stuff, but, like, there is no way.
2: Yeah, like, I know nine languages, and that's pretty hard.
1: See, even my mist, my my friend mist doesn't know, okay? And he's, like, he is the linguist here.
2: Mr. Cumberbund is really good. Should go.
1: I think that's we can stick with that. Does that work for you?
0: Yes. Mr. Cumberbund, how was your day? I have had an amazing day. I have gathered so many new family members and now i thought i'd lost you for a bit mave but now here you are with us finally
1: yeah can you tell me what this is
0: this is an opportunity of a lifetime mave something that you have waited your whole lifetime for and that is to belong
1: uh okay you don't know me
0: i know you mave I have been with you your whole life, and you feel this strange kind of sensation of these little soft rat paws sort of very gently touching through the back of your brain.
1: Oh, I hate it! I hate rats! Oh my god! This is the worst! Like, uh, literally anything else could have happened to me. What did happen to me?
0: We have come to an understanding, haven't we, Maeve?
1: I feel like I understand very little. Well, that's
0: All right, we will have years together, decades together, Maeve, before, well, before the surprise at the end. I
1: do not like surprises, so you need to tell me what the fuck is going on (laughs) right now before I explode.
0: You were never happy at your stepfather's court.
1: No, he was an a-hole.
0: And you always just wanted to belong, but you couldn't fit in with those evil vampires. They were murderous. They were cold-hearted. They were distant. And they looked down on you, didn't they? Because you were half-human.
1: Well, yeah, but that wasn't, like, my fault, and it made me tough, I guess.
2: And also, how are you any different? You were rats are here
0: killing people all over the town. Is your friend Chisk with you? Well that's a wrinkle, but it's interesting. I do have to talk to you. Come I have to talk to you about your current friends. They aren't worthy of you, maybe They are holding you back. Think about what is wrong with them, and this image of this of this sort of greedy conniving Gideon appears in your vision, and you get this image of him. Stealing all the time the, the very first battle you guys had He swiped up All the coins You remember yeah. him stealing coins From a Trollkin baby A yeah.
1: toddler I know he has his problems And he can be like bossy And he can be overbearing No pun intended Yeah but he
2: also put himself first
1: By going into that,
2: into the bombs And disarming them
1: himself He got blown up For us for He got us. blown up for us
0: just because he lacks common sense doesn't make him a good family member, maybe. And think about that, Chisk. He
1: is. Uh, Chisk I, like, with right his here. hesitation.
0: Hey. He's so dull. He ha- understands nothing about society. Excuse me.
1: I have had some of the best conversations of my life with Chisk, and I feel like he is mm-hmm. really the only one who gave me the benefit of the doubt from the very beginning.
2: I'm a very good listener, I'm a very good friend. Or I would I'd like to think so. And that Templar,
0: so demanding, so harsh, so quick to dismiss any mortal, they are not on your side. They are on the side of that murderous god of theirs.
1: Uh, Templar uh, walked me through a lot of my like bad feelings and, and mm-hmm. has honestly kicked a lot of ass. Like a lot mm-hmm. of ass. And I would probably be dead without them, so.
2: And they're on your side in this whole Veridan thing. They want you to do your best.
0: Well, let's not even talk about the worst. Veridan. What a disappointment he has been.
2: See, I think Am this I is right?
0: where we're all in agreement a little bit.
1: Yeah, see, there is no. That's. Yeah, <laughs> you're not even. You're preaching to the choir.
0: He has proven himself unworthy of your admiration.
2: Although, Maeve, while you've been unconscious, he Wait, has I'm been defending you this whole... T- well, whatever you the state you're in right now, he's beside you defending you this whole time. You're not unconscious, Maeve. You're
0: simply catatonic.
2: Regardless, he's there by your side defending you, so I'll give him that.
0: He is the weakest link, Maeve. He is definitely someone you need to move past. Maybe, maybe we can talk to Chisk and Templar and Gideon even. Maybe we can bring them into the fold. But this Verton has to go.
1: Hey, Cumberband. Yes? Are you like... Omniscient, omnipotent sort of deal. Do you know much about me?
0: I know everything about you, Maeve.
1: What's her middle name? Jisk <laughs> is very right proud Right off the that top of your head.
0: Jisk can join with us. It would be wonderful to have a, a tree of knowledge in my garden of followers. Maeve, what are your feelings?
1: My feelings? Are Well I have a lot of feelings. I have a lot of feelings all the time. That's kind of like my deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're
0: a teenager, yeah.
1: Mm, Kamarpan, I need you to answer me one question.
0: Only one question?
1: I need to know <sighs> Is Veridin my brother? And I can't believe I'm asking you this out of like anybody, but my unicorn won't talk to me.
0: <gasps> Honestly, when has that little show pony done anything for you except get you into trouble and make you feel guilty
1: Uh, to be honest not a whole lot he has not done a whole lot for me but he did give me the impetus to leave
0: the impetus to leave this is what I'm talking about imagine if you hadn't left imagine what your life would be like now how well you would
1: do I would be miserable at the
0: castle Sitting in, on silks, drinking from the finest blood, having dances and parties and suitors. And instead, you're wandering through the sewers, stepping on human waste. Is that a better life for you?
1: Oh, my God, my boots. Not
0: here. This is a safe space. Except for that pit. You have to come with me away from that pit.
1: What's in the pit? What's in the pit?
0: Death, destruction, pain, anguish, indecision, unhappiness. I don't,
2: I don't, I I don't trust the fact that he's saying that. It makes me think we should just jump in there.
1: (laughs) I am really, Chisk, I am thinking the exact
0: same thing. Come. And he sort of reaches out this sort of long paw.
2: Come with me, Maeve. You know you have friends in the real world who are, will be there for you. This creature only wants your power, and they told us that the were-rats were working to destroy the city. And Mr. Cumberbund here is in control of a lot of were-rats.
0: They are all part of my family. Don't listen to the mist. That bookworm has never experienced anything. He has only read about things. He has not had true experience. That's why he cannot grow Well
2: lucky for you, I don't read. All of my knowledge is experience. Nothing I've learned has been read. Okay? So it don't matter to me what you say about Thoth Hermes.
1: What is happening right now, guys? Sorry,
2: we're just we just had a little bit of a well conti- it's all it's about you. It's about you, Maeve.
0: You see Chichar k-, k gestures and Uh, From this pile, uh, sort of half-mortal, half-rat hybrid creatures come sort of crawling out, covered with dried blood, and they start uh, coming down the pile to grab you. Come, join my family. That is an order. And the voice drops any sweetness, and you just hear this reverberating feeling. As these creatures come down, there's two of them. One, you see the remnants looks like it was once a human female, and the other one seems to be some ancient orc. They both have very strong rat features, and you can see them become more rat-like as they come towards you.
1: How far up is Cumberbund on the sledge?
0: About 20 feet.
1: I am... So tired of this. I'm going to Misty Step up to Cumberbund. <laughs> okay. Oh! Uh, I want to pop up, like, right behind him. You do. And I pull out my dagger, and I'm going to cast Green Flame Blade. And I'm going to just... Scat, just get him, like, right in the in the shoulder, like, in the, in the traps, you know? Oh. Or I'm yep. going to try.
0: Right. Roll me. You I have get.
1: Bless. I do have Bless. Okay, eighteen.
0: And eighteen, you will be able to sink your <gasps> green flame blade.
1: Yeah! Yes! Thirteen damage. One fire Ooh, damage. Nice.
0: <laughs> and what's the what type of damage is it? Piercing? It's just piercing, yeah. Alright. I'm afraid the dagger when it sinks in. No, you... no way. And you see his sort of eyebrows go up and he does this very surprised. Please sort of laugh. And, and from his mouth, as he laughs, there rolls this brownish, oh. awful mist that settles down over you. And I'm going to need a constitution saving throw. Uh.
1: <sighs> All right, that's a 16.
0: A 16. All right, you take... Nine points of necrotic damage.
1: Ha ha ha! Half. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. Love being half undead.
0: Question, Kevin.
2: Do I have to use the spells that I have prepared in real life, or can I choose new ones?
0: You can choose new ones. Any you've used up in the past, and any you use up here, don't count when we get back to the real world. Sweet. As he turns around, just delighted. That you've come so close to him. Let's roll for initiative.
2: Maeve. Uh, oh, <gasps> natural twenty. Oh my god! This Chiss. dice is bringing me so much luck. Oh, Thoth Hermy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: All right, Chis. So what What's that? Make your
1: <laughs> nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Maeve. Eighteen plus two to dirty twenty.
0: Oh dear! <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> So let's start with Maid. You are first to react to this. You take a face full of this horrific breath.
1: Oh, have you heard of mouthwash? God. I'm going to dark maw him. Oh, (laughs)
0: dark maw. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Try to just sink my teeth into like just the flabbiest part of him that I can find. A 19 to hit.
0: That will hit him.
1: Nice. 20 necrotic damage. Oh. And then I... Also, gain 1d4 temporary hit points. Two whole hit points.
0: As you bite Chirk, you see that the necrotic damage just sort of roll off of him. Oh. And you feel these hit points flow into you, and just you notice her eyes turn a brighter red as this dark rat energy flows deeper into her. Chisk.
2: I'll just inflict wounds from where I'm standing.
0: <laughs> That's a 16. That is a hit.
2: Yes! Oh, but it's necrotic. Fuck. Necrotic, well, I did it, whatever.
1: Oh.
0: so 20 necrotic damage. You see Mr. Cumberbund reach in, grab one of these strange sort of misshapen baby kind of creatures, and he... absorbs the necrotic damage into the baby. Necro-baby. And then he stuffs this baby into the pipe and takes a big whiff of it.
1: Oh my god, this is horrifying.
0: Well, I literally can do this all day. Yes? This is 19 Nocturne Boulevard.
1: Won't you step inside?
0: What do you mean, what kind of a place is it? It's anything you want it to be. And it's streaming on the Fantasy Network in TFN Audio. The Fantasy Network. Creator distributed. Fan supported. So the demons are coming up to grab you, Mave. Uh. That one is unable to grab you, but I'm afraid the other one gets a 23. Ah! Uh. One of them has reached you. Pull your arm back, grappled. Now, Mr. Cummerbund leans in, and he reaches for you to sink his teeth into you. Oh God. <sighs> He gets a 28 well. for the first one. And oh, a nine for the second one, so Miss. but I need you to roll me. Oh, there is no saving throw to this, I'm afraid. Uh, what? 14 points of damage. This is also necrotic damage?
1: Yeah, yeah, baby, it is.
0: Let's go! You feel some of your energy slip into him, but you're saying you have resistance, so it's only seven? Yeah. All right. We are back to Maeve, top of the round.
1: I'm going to just cast Sacred Flame on Cumberbund. Um, so he needs a dex save.
0: Uh He gets a 13.
1: He fails! Yeah. 18 radiant damage. All Ooh. right. And he explodes. He, he explodes and yeah, the fight's over.
0: He is not impressed. You see the smile slip off his face as this pure... White-blue energy burns into him. Jisk. I am
2: going to fly up away from Mr. Cumberbund, and I will cast Warding Bond on Maeve as I leave.
0: All right, tell me about Warding Bond. So
2: Warding Bond is a spell that wards a willing creature I touch and creates a mystic connection between them and I until the spell ends, which is it's an hour. So while I'm within 60 feet of Maeve, you gain a one bonus to your AC and <gasps> saving throws, and you have resistance to all damage. Oh! Oh! Because I take half of every damage you take. So now if wow. you... Yeah, if I drop to zero hit points, then the spell ends, or if I move away further than 60 feet. But essentially, I take half of all your damage.
1: That is insane.
2: Maeve, I'm right here with you. I will not leave.
0: You feel the depths of this sickness that is eating away at the corners of her soul. You can feel the, the dark rat footprints.
2: Oh, oh, maybe,
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm okay with this. It is the demon's turn. Now, the, the one demon is now dragging you down the pile away, and the other one is... He's able to grab one of your sort of flailing ankles, and now you're being sort of half-carried. What both of you see is spread out in front of the sledge is Veridon, bound in the path of the sledge. And he's looking over at you. He's not saying anything. He's looking at you, because all Cumberbunt is going to ask you to do is... Drive this long, wicked-looking short sword in to Veridon. And I'll need you to make a saving throw. A wisdom saving throw, please. With a plus one.
1: Plus one? Oh, thank god. Guys, I got a three.
0: Oh! uh, You pick up this oddly-shaped, strange, it looks like a short sword, but it has this long proboscis, like a A spider's fang For a blade And as you pick it up Uh, You're dragged down in front of Veriden And you plunge This sword Into Veriden's chest And there is this deep Reverberating thrum Again And this light Spills out Of Veriden's chest No uh, blue light and you hear the rat demon cackling pleased praising you praising himself mave
1: so i'm not grappled anymore they let me go
0: they've let you go because you were charmed and you hear the rat voice now stronger in your head finish him mave be free of him come to me mave
1: Maeve, what are you doing? I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to do that. I don't know what that was. And I'm sorry again for what I am about to do. I'm going to pick him up as best I can. He's taller than I am, but I'm going to try to like drag <laughs> him to the pit and chuck him in the pit.
0: Oh, all right. First off, give me a, a, another wisdom saving throw.
1: God, <laughs> I don't know what I'm please, doing.
0: Please, please, Thirteen? You are still able to shake off this grip that he has on your will. (sighs) Now I just need a strength save. No, sorry. Strength check.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. I got a nat 20. (laughs) Oh, what? (laughs) A nat 20 for throwing Veridin over a cliff. Very good. Oh, my
2: God.
1: I cannot believe this.
0: So... Just floating up with your veil over your vision, you 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 try to rub at your eyes because you have this image now of Maeve Mulderava holding this full-size elf <laughs> over her head, two-handed, and then heaving a, a bleeding, stuck light-emitting Veridin into this pit. Uh, Maeve, Hello? are
2: you? What's? Are you okay? Was that intentional?
1: I don't know what any of this is. It's okay. I'm with you, and I I support you in whatever you do. Um, can I turn and see if Veridin is still fighting in like the the images way down there? Are those still there? Oh,
0: that's fair. Yeah, go ahead. Roll me uh, perception.
1: Ah, uh, fifteen.
0: Fifteen. You do see him still fighting there. Okay.
1: Whoo! I watch his uh his light disappear into this pit.
0: Yeah, and you see it getting smaller and smaller.
1: Huh. <sighs> I really hope that was the right thing to do. Okay.
0: You do hear this heavy thud start to get louder as that happens. What's that? Chisk.
2: Oh, Mave, I think we have to kill this guy. I will create a spiritual encyclopedia. and A big big solid book? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the biggest, thickest book I can think of. And just smack him across the face with spiritual weapon. Nice. All right. Oh, this dice rolling pretty good. I'm going to keep using it.
0: Nine. No. Uh, you, you see him sort of... Actually, probably what it was is the biggest book you can think of is really like a very thin little book.
2: <laughs> it's just a like newspaper. It's just like a magazine. Comic book.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it, it sort of smacks him on the nose and he kind of blinks and then he looks around for the mist. The demons seeing you break free... Sorry, I will also move closer to Maeve. Okay, excellent. Seeing you break free from the demon lord's control, they launch themselves at you again. The human female got you with both claws, and you take 13 points of slashing damage.
1: Oh my god.
0: Half of that goes to Chisk.
1: Yeah. Oh, Chisk. I feel so bad. No, this
2: is good. This is according to plan.
0: And then you see he rises up in his chair and he gestures at you to come closer to bring the sword back to him.
1: I still have the sword.
0: Mm -hmm. Roll me a wisdom saving throw.
1: 15.
0: So you are not under his spell. Thank
2: God.
1: Thank you for the sword, asshole. (laughs)
0: Oh, uh, all right, so what are you going to do? It's your turn now.
1: Yeah, I'm going to scoop up the sword, because I guess I put it down to, to throw it over the cliff. <laughs> uh, I'm going to scoop up the sword, and I'm going to cast Hex on Cumberbund. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, it does, it does necrotic damage. Life sucks, but that's okay. He now... Um, has disadvantage on ability checks made with his dex, (laughs) and then I'm going to cast Sacred Flame as my action. Or no, I'm not. I'm going to Eldritch Blast him because I want to. (laughs) 22 to hit him. That
0: does hit him.
1: So first beam is 10. That is a 23 to hit for my second beam. 13.
0: So he takes 23 force damage as this hole gets blasted in you and he looks at you and there is so much hurt and betrayal in his eyes.
1: I make a boohoo face at
0: him. He reaches down,
1: snaps
0: this weird creature and you see the last bits of flesh fall off this thing and it lets out this weird howl before he again stuffs it into his pipe. And as he puffs on the essence of this creature... He reclaims 31 points of damage.
2: 31?
1: Whatever! We are fucked, Chisk. We're
0: so fucked. We. <laughs> oh my god. And you see the hole that was blasted him stitched up, and he goes, Maeve, I may have a scar there on this majestic body. And he sort of rubs his huge belly. Mm. Chisk.
2: Okay, well, my. My spiritual weapon is still there, so I'm I'm just going to make it larger. I'm just going to stack two comic (laughs) books on the one that I have, and I'm going to swing it across its face. Okay, 16. So that's eight points of radiant damage.
0: All right, he doesn't like that.
2: Stop messing with my friend. And then I am also going to do two things. I'm going to look at Maeve, and I'm going to say, Maeve. Thoth Hermes sent me here to help guide you to a decision. You know yourself. You're the only one who can make a decision. So you either are with this asshole, oh. or you come back to us. You're strong. We are here for you. And we will always be. And I will turn and cast Guiding Bolt for
0: my action. Alright.
2: I'm gonna cast it at second level. 16.
0: A 16 is a hit.
2: Okay, 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 okay. Fifteen points of radiant damage.
0: All right. So this bolt goes blasting straight into the belly of the rat demon. And he lets loose this howl and curses you in six different languages.
2: Yeah, good. I understand all of them. And guess what? You don't know my friend. You don't know what she's capable of. She's going to kick your
1: ass. (laughs) That's really nice, Chiska. I was really thinking of jumping into the pit.
2: Uh, And now the next attack has advantage.
0: Uh, You see this rat demon again reach for another one of these howling, half-formed creatures. And again, he stuffs it deep into his pipe and he puffs on it, puffs on it, puffs on it.
1: It's healing again? This is so lame.
0: (laughs) (sighs) You can see him starting to lose his sense of good-natured and start to get angry with you. I am considering revoking my offer to be your patron. And he starts this sort of weird kind of shuffling dance and stands up and his belly is swaying and he has these maracas in both of his fingers. He begins this kind of (laughs) twisted hell-bent hula as he comes down the path towards you. (laughs) And as he gets to the bottom he lets out this pant of this breath again. I'm going to need from both of you this time constitution saving throw. 12.
1: That is a 14
0: for Maeve. So you both take in this big breath of this sort of green mist, and you are now poisoned. Uh, and then this time it's 17 points of damage for I, both of you this time.
2: Hold on, because I have advantage against poison and I'm resistant to poison. So I'm going to roll that again.
0: Seventeen. All right. So, as mist, you are able to move away from this green mist <laughs> breath. Uh, you take eight points of damage, Jisk, but you are not poisoned.
2: How are you doing, Maeve?
1: I am okay. I'm at about half.
0: Maeve, your turn. So you now have disadvantage on your attack rolls and your ability checks.
1: What an asshole! <laughs> Whatever. I am going to Eldritch blast him again. I guess I'm kind of backed into a corner <laughs> with disadvantage. No, so. with
2: advantage because it's oh uh, right, so guiding neutral. bolted.
1: Hey, yeah, seventeen. Nice. Uh, Eleven for the first one. Let's see if we can get a second one. Oh wait, yeah, disadvantage. Fuck.
2: This one is a disadvantage. Yeah.
1: Are you kidding me? That was a nat 20. Well, does a 15 hit him? I can't remember.
0: A 15 does not hit him.
1: Fuck! Ah. No! Okay, well, he takes 11 force damage. Life is bad. And as a bonus action, I'm going to healing light myself just for one. But I'm going to say, I don't need you as a patron because I've already got one, bitch. That's right. And I heal myself for Friendship. Six.
2: Oh wait, I forgot about the unicorn.
1: <laughs> Friendship!
0: <laughs> <laughs> and a unicorn. Alright, I'll just get your Ruby perception, babe.
1: Oh. Uh, 18.
0: When you call on your healing light, you see it come from the pit. <gasps> oh.
1: Yes, I knew the pit was good! Very then! <laughs> I am coming! Soon! Not yet, but soon. Alright, Chisk.
2: Wait, what? What?
1: I don't know. my unicorn is down in the pit.
2: Your unicorn.
1: there is a uh, lot you don't know about me Chisk.
2: <laughs> yeah, we need to we Oh, thought did say let's get, really get to know Mave. Hmm, okay well that's happening. Um, okay, I'm gonna stack an another annual <laughs> of comics <laughs> on top of the annual that I have and just smack him again with my with my right. spiritual weapon. Come on, yes! Uh, 21. Yeah! It's going to hit him. Here we go. Seven radiant damage. Um, and I'm gonna say, Maves, is, uh, so what? You wanna jump in there? Is that.
1: I think if we jump in the pit, Castanemir, my unicorn, will be down there and they will help us. I don't know how, but I think they are down there. It is making me so happy and I feel like so full of hope for the first time in a long time.
2: Okay, I trust you. Uh, I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna say, "You, Mister Cumberbund, will stay here and don't move." <laughs> and I'm gonna cast suggestion. All right, rock and roll. <laughs> uh, I think I have to cast it at third level because I have nothing. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna cast it on on Cumberbund and like one of the minions, I guess. I don't know because I get an extra creature, so might as well. Okay. Um, so they have to make a wisdom saving throw. All right, they get
0: a fourteen.
2: <sighs>
0: fourteen is the DC. Both creatures. Uh no, definitely not the other one. Gets <laughs> a five. You see, from above, this pile of books start raining down, and it <laughs> traps the one creature flat on its belly. But <laughs> just a bunch of comics. Just leans back and lets all of the books bounce off his huge belly.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna hold my movement. If Maeve jumps in there, I'm gonna jump in there with her.
1: I really wanna kill him, but I don't even know where he's at. How's he
2: looking? Hey, I'll do I'll do, what, I'll do what you want to
0: do. He's had to adjust his cummerbund, because you guys messed up his how uh, he had it all arranged just so. And he's got a couple of pokes on him.
1: I mean, I guess we did try to take on a god, so... Yeah,
0: we did.
2: Just the <laughs> two of us.
0: <laughs> this guy is gonna try to grab you again, mate. Oh, this time, there we go. We no. get an 18. So you are grappled again. No! God, Oh, god. And he starts dragging you back closer to the demon lord. He reaches down and he just blasts you with this sort of green flame. I'll just get you to roll me an eight cider. What? Oh, no. One. Okay.
2: Mave, I don't know what happens if you die here. Don't die. You can't die. If you
1: die in the dream, you die in the real life. Real life, oh no.
0: (laughs) That is 28 points of damage.
2: Holy
1: (gasps) shit. No, 14,
0: 14, 14. Alright, 14. So each of you take 14 flame oh. damage.
1: Chisk, you're a good man.
0: Oh my god. He moves over top of you. Mave. I am so disappointed in you. I gave you the opportunity to toss aside that weak little horse and serve a true bastard. And you threw it back in my face. You burnt me, Maeve. Your turn.
1: I'm going to... Use my predatory charm on him. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) And I'm going to look him in the eyes and I'm going to like kind of alternate between Celestial and Abyssal as I'm talking to him. I'm going to like really confuse him, but I'm going to say, it is sad to me that you think I need a master at all and that I am not my own. Put me down.
0: Alright, so, uh, yeah, go ahead. Let me see.
1: But because I'm poisoned, I have disadvantage, right? So it would just neutral out?
0: I think so, yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, dang it. <laughs> <sighs> That's a 23. Oh.
0: Oh, let freaking go. Alright, yeah. You see his, like, stern gaze just soften and, and sort of these big sort of manga eyes look at you. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "All oh, right, right, you know I can't resist. I will give you one more chance. Let her go so she can come to me of her own free will.
1: I look at Chisk, the mist. I look at the pit. And I (laughs) bolt for the pit and I hurl myself over.
0: Okay. And I follow because
2: I was holding my movement.
0: You hear this roar like betrayal? No! My! Bolt (laughs) of fire comes lancing again out of his hands. And he gets an eight. So you see (laughs) this bolt of fire go shooting over the mouth of the pit as (gasps) you dive. Down and down and down into this oh, darkness. Maybe this was a bad idea. Falling, tumbling. And as you tumble, <laughs> Maeve, you you feel this presence around you. Jisk is there, absolutely. But you hit the ground. You're jarred, but you are unhurt. You see... At the top of this pit, the opening is just this pinhole. And there, lying at the bottom of this pit, his body, broken and twisted, lies Faridin. And you see, like, ribs sticking out, and he's lying there. And you just get the faintest pant sound of him. And he says, Maeve, come to me okay
1: I go to him (laughs) okay I find it so strange that I am not hurt and you look like a discarded like ragdoll I
2: I could cure wounds I could help
0: he says I'm sorry I fell out of your good graces by failing my attacks
1: (laughs) it is okay it's all in the past
0: I'm sorry, I wasn't able to to meet up with your expectations.
1: They were pretty high, I have to admit.
2: I'm gonna cast your wounds. I don't. I'm like watching him die. All right. Yeah.
0: Because I'm. I'm like uh-huh. ten. The bones in his chest sort of knit back together, and he is able to sort of reach it. You can feel like an iron grip from his hand, and he says. I thought that even if you didn't need me to save you, that we could still be friends.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, that was never really out of the question. I mean, (laughs) we all kind of suck in, like, our different ways.
0: You just became so dismissive of me. It felt like I had... failed you and because of that you were turning from me
1: I, I don't know there is so much about the world that I don't know obviously I mean I...
0: do you f- feel that we can still be close even if you surpass me in your skills can we be close even if I am no use to you well not
1: everyone needs to be useful you can just be.
0: And, and still be your friend? Still be close to you?
1: Of course. I I threw you over the cliff because I wanted <laughs> you to be safe. I don't want to do this without you. you. You are my friend.
0: I may not be able to accompany you, but I will always be with you.
1: What do you mean?
0: And it sort of arches and twists and there's this sort of strange blue light that starts to flow out of his mouth and then all of a sudden just bursts out of his eyes and he reaches out and you can feel this flame warm and cleansing reach down his Arm as he's gripping you and through your body you feel this flame and this heat and this energy as slowly Feridan transforms into Kastanamir
1: ah! <laughs> I knew you were down here this whole time
0: Kastanamir <laughs> reaches down and lifts you gently onto his back And from around you, you feel the sizzling hiss of lycanthropy and disease and doubt wash away from you as you are purified. And in the deep, soft voice of Castanemir, he says, yes, above all else, there is Love. Oh. oh, and as this surge roars through yeah, you you understand that sometimes people are there for their own sake and all of the selfishness that you learned from your stepfather all the selfishness you had to have to survive in this vampire court bleeds away as you roll into Kastanamir and start to head back towards the surface and you just you feel again the amber light reaching down for you and the two of you soar within your god and your patron as you are brought back up to the surface back to the cavern where the four of you were fighting the Silang and you look out for a minute and you feel this surge of understanding just you have this sense of knowing you have a sense of what goes on inside these mortals from around the world and you you may feel for the first time a calm an acceptance as both of you grow in your understandings and both of you grow in a new level
2: (gasps) Let's go.
0: And we will hold it there for today.
2: Oh my god. Oh my god. I thought we were going to die. I thought you were going to die. I
0: thought we
1: were I thought we were going to die. I really did. <laughs>
2: I was like, how do I explain to the rest of the party that I let Maeve die
1: <laughs> <laughs> in her brain? <laughs> yeah.
0: Maddie, do you, uh, where can people find you and uh, let us know if you have anything to plug?
1: Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Madeline Hunter Smith and on Twitter at Madeline H Smith.
0: And Diego, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok
2: at Diego Strettle. I was gonna say dot com, but that's not <laughs> that's
0: not how that works.
2: Um I also want to plug the deep magic book from Kobold Press, which I've been getting some of my spells from. Um, there's there is there's more to come. I'm excited for them.
0: Quite obviously, Gideon wasn't in this episode, but it is Griffin here to say thank you very much to Cobalt Press for all of the lovely Midgard material as usual, to Maps and Melodies for his sweet jams that you heard in this episode, and to Morgan Ermter for all of the graphic design work done for the Die As Cast. Gideon out. And you can find us on Discord, the Die As Cast. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also as the Die As Cast. Or please come to dieascast.com to see our website, to download some episodes. Please feel free to leave us a message. Feel free to leave us a review. Fan art. Fan art. We will see you next week.
1: Thank you. Bye.
2: see you next week.
0: Now streaming on the Fantasy Network on TFN Audio, it's Vorpal History. Every episode we take a look at historical events so fantastic you might even think they were true. We start with the founding of the Dunwelmish Colony in North America by unwanted adventurers, explore how necromancy shaped future conflicts, and take a look at the effect that talking animals have had on events worldwide. So come along on our delving into the obscure, the arcane, and the unbelievable things that were pretty sure happened on Vorpal History. The past has never been more magical. Vorpal History on the Fantasy Network. Creator distributed, fan supported.